Hey, everybody, and we are back with this week's Zach Attack. Big play breakdown with Zach Landon. Go ahead, Zach. What do you got for us? You got it, Matt. Another insane week uh, across the MLR. But I want to talk about what I think my favorite game on the week uh, was Houston versus San Diego. Uh, just a, a real nail-biter of, of a game all the way to the end uh, with Houston eventually pulling it out. The, this, the score I want to talk about, Houston around the 30-minute mark of the first half, they're trailing about they're trailing 14 to 19 at that point. It's been a back and forth first half, but you know, it's already been a win for Houston after having been shut out the previous two weeks. They have some points on the board against San Diego. They're coming off two shutouts against the, the Free Jacks and the Gilgronies, which in hindsight now, not necessarily the you know, all the fault of Houston. The Gilgronies, after shutting down New Orleans this week, kind of look like just a burnt orange wasteland uh, for teams. Just can't get anything going against that powerful defensive front. Um, and then the Free Jacks are no slouch on defense either. But that you could tell there was something wrong uh, with Houston's attack. So coming off these two shutouts, Matt, some necessary personnel moves by the Sabercats I want to make note of here before we start. Midweek, they bring in scrum half Nick Boyer, USA Eagle, from the L.A. Giltinis via trade. Now, Boyer's addition allows them to move stalwart Sam Windsor, who's been with the Sabercats from the beginning, from fly half to inside center from 10 to 12. And they'll start Robert Povey at fly half now, uh, you know, and that, that gives them a really solid uh, big three in their, in their line here. And it really freed them up offensively uh, to, to make, you know, a, a look, they looked a lot freer uh, in the movement against the Legion with that. Yeah, but Zach, you know, us experts, sp- specifically those of us that pick San Diego, would look at that move and say, wait, you're taking the, arguably the best fly half in the league and pushing them to 12. But it panned out. It proved to be a great move. Now let's get to the big play breakdown. All right. You got it, Matt. So after all this talk about Houston's backs, it's actually their forwards I want to focus on. They've been dominating in the scrums all day. Even after losing Diego Fortuny at hooker uh, early in the game, Houston was still pushing San Diego around uh, all day. So we talked about lineouts last week in the set piece uh, category. So here I want to illustrate kind of what you can do off of a scrum set piece, um, something that Houston used to their advantage all day. They scored, and their winning try, they scored later on off a scrum as well. In the lead-up to their try, Houston had a couple of really nice chances just slip through their fingertips. But they were able to take advantage of some penalty advantage with San Diego committing a number of infractions that gave Houston three or four bites at the apple from inside the five meter line. Just to explain very briefly, for those who, who don't know in rugby, if a referee calls a penalty, he doesn't necessarily have to stop play down. He'll give the team that was penalized against uh, a time to kind of work through some phases and see if they gain any sort of significant advantage. And if they don't, he'll blow the whistle and bring the play back to where the penalty was called. Yeah, it's like it's like a delayed penalty in ice hockey. Yes, exactly. So with their delayed penalty, they could have chosen to tap and go right away or to kick it into touch for the line out. But they choose a scrum here because of the varying attacking options that provides them with. You'll see the first thing they try is the classic eight man pickup. They're so close to the line. They get such a good drive here that eight man Diego Mano doesn't have that far to go once he scoops it up off the deck. Because the opposition flanker, Chris Robshaw here in this case, is bound in and Houston's wheel the scrum somewhat so that he's blocked by a mass of bodies. Manuel only has to beat San Diego scrum half Denishan, and he's in. Unfortunately, he knocks it on in the process of scoring. But, again, going back to what we talked about before, Houston is lucky because the ref had played penalty advantage here, uh, San San Diego getting pinged for collapsing the scrum. Houston looks to continue that dominance and, again, chooses the scrum off the penalty. 
Now, since they already tried the eight-man pick, they are going to opt for a different set-piece play here. Um, again, Houston gets a great push in their scrum. They drive through the Legion pack, uh, and the ref calls a penalty, but he's playing advantage. So they have that same get-out-of-jail-free card, uh, and they know it. So now they're going to get it out in the back line, though. Boyer gets it to Windsor, who stepped in as first receiver for the Sabercats. You know, Windsor's always kind of been kind of the Houston Sabercats stalwart, been there since the beginning with the program. Uh, and also now current Twitter follower of me, Matt, just to uh, let you know, he followed me this week. You can die now. I, I, I've made it to the, the pinnacle of social media, dumb, but back to the play. Windsor fakes to their outside center, 13, the big Veramu Dicky Dicky Lottie, who has been running all over San Diego in the game thus far. Had a lot of rumbling line breaks, uh, just a, a beast and, you know, really difficult to bring down. Um, now, this line that Dickie Dickie Lottie takes here and the fact that he has been such a physical presence all game holds three Legion defenders in place. Just they're assuming he's going to crash it up and they want to be ready to stop him. But it's a fake, uh, you know, to Dickie Dickie Lottie and Windsor sneaks it out the back to Povey, who moves it on to fullback Matias Friere. Now, the Legion are in a really bad spot here. Uh, the only defender they have out on the wing is fly half Joe Peterson uh, matched up against two Sabercats here, Friere and then winger Balakana. Um, Peterson, you know, he doesn't have a lot of good options. So he takes what he thinks is his best bet here and tries to tackle Freire or at least mess up his, his passing lane out to Balakana before he can get the ball out. Peterson doesn't stop the pass entirely, but he forces Freire to throw a bit of a lob, which gives the rest of the San Diego defense a little bit more time to sprint out to the wing to cover. Unfortunately for them, they hit the gas a little too hard, and Belicana sidesteps all three of the defenders who skid out into touch, and Balakana takes it in for the try. So, Matt, just so a great example of what you can see, you know, uh, is a great set piece off of the scrum. You, you know, Houston is able to tie up all of San Diego's best tacklers in this scrum here. They can't get out to the other side of the field. So to be able to move the ball quickly out through the hands in the back line, uh, you leave a lot of space for your playmakers and your wings on the end. Um, and Houston just played a great game offensively. They seem to have unlocked something, and it's something they're hoping that they can continue going forward. Excellent stuff this week. Again, from Zach Lanning on this week's Zach Attack, the big play breakdown. Thank you, Zach. And ladies and gentlemen, please check out our other segments, including our Major League Rugby Show. Our global rugby recap. What are the odds? Our Major League Rugby Sports Bet Show with the Philly Godfather, John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE legend, and Gifty Bailu, Martial Law. And please sign up for our American Red Cross Rugby Wrap-Up Blood Donor Team.